Welcome to the Flagrant Take on Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Johnson. Thank you guys for checking back in for another week, a podcast where we like to inform and educate in an effort to help you strategize and execute your transactional real estate needs. This week, we're going to be diving into due diligence, not just the due diligence money, but also the due diligence period in an effort to help you understand what it is you, the buyer, could potentially stand to lose should you not be properly informed on what it is that the due diligence period as well as the due diligence money entails at the time of your contract acceptance. So if you will, due diligence, if you have paid attention to posts that I've had up earlier, due diligence is a necessary bargaining tactic. You know, sellers look for three things when it comes to the purchase of their home. They're looking for list price, they're looking for due diligence money, and they're looking for closing date. The sooner the better, of course. Why is due diligence money important and what is it? Well, the due diligence money is the skin that you're showing as the buyer to put in the game to say, yes, you do want this house and this is how bad I want it. More than just saying I'm willing to meet or exceed your asking price, but also saying this is how much I'm willing to put down in good faith to say this is what I want to do and this is how bad I want your home. And before we used to be able to say it could be anywhere from 1% to 3% or 5% of the sales price, but now... It's going to take a lot of strategizing and executing with your real estate professional to figure out what it is that you're comfortable putting down for the due diligence money, because that money is to be made out to the seller. And once they say they are accepting your contract offer, that money is to be given to the seller immediately. And once it's gone, save for a few extenuating circumstances, it's gone. So knowing how much you don't want to just part with your money and potentially be throwing it into a money pit for a property that's not going to be worthy of your purchase, it's best that you have that conversation with your broker upon agency agreement. And when you guys find that property to say, okay, this is the house we like, this is their asking price, and this is what you, the buyer, is comfortable with putting down for due diligence. Because at the end of the day, it is about your level of comfort based off the information that you're giving. Okay. So you know what your due diligence money is. And again, before there used to be a two to three business day period where you could, you know, get your funds in order. But now, as of July 1st this year, ACH transfers, that is bank transfers are allowed to are now allowed for you to be able to utilize for, you know, transmitting that due diligence money over to the seller. And you're also now able to use PayPal, Venmo, and a lot of these apps that, you know, you guys already use for your own social use. So know that that money is due the day of execution. Okay. Now, upon that execution of contract, the due diligence period begins. And based off of what you've discussed with your real estate broker, this may be a two to three week period where you're going to do all the vetting of the property. So you get the you get the excuse me, you get the residential property disclosure form. It's a four page document that you should get before you tour the home and just kind of don't going into that a little bit further. The real estate property. I'm sorry. The residential property disclosure It's latest Sunday night. Can you tell the residential property disclosure basically lists out the litany of different items in the home? HVAC roof. What's the material that the exterior of the home is made of? Has this house had a recent roof replacement? It's a four page document that you're going to go through with your broker before you even tour the property as it should be available to you in MLS. And you want to have that. You want to be able to talk through that document with your broker to understand what it is you need to look for. Are there any red flags that might be out there? Because North Carolina is a buyer beware state. What does that mean? 
That means on that residential property disclosure, the seller has the ability to answer no representation for a majority of those questions that, of course, you want answers to. So the due diligence period is really putting the onus on the buyer to make sure you go through all of your checks and balances regarding the property. You want to get your home inspection. If it calls for it, you want to get a survey done to make sure that those lot dimensions are what they say they are in MLS. You don't want to be anticipating getting a 0.75 lot, but the survey comes back and says, actually, it's only 0.68. For some, that's not a big difference. For others, it can mean everything. But in any event, during the due diligence process, you want to make sure that you get all the answers regarding that property that you, the buyer, are craving. You got to have it, and it's on you to do so. So just a peace of mind. But also understanding, okay, once you put that due diligence money out there, once you're going through the due diligence process, and say you come across something that is a big deal. For example, the HVAC is needing repair. There's a leaky roof in the home. What do you do? What does that mean? Are you out of your due diligence money? Well, unfortunately, yes. Yes, you are out of that due diligence money. However, you do have the opportunity to back out of the transaction should you say, listen, we might have lost our five grand in due diligence, but we certainly don't want to push through with this you know, purchase of a $450,000 to $500,000 know, residential purchase because you're going to be walking into a repair that's going to be in excess of $10,000. You got to think about what's worth it to lose. Now, of course, nobody wants to lose that money. I understand it. Your money's very valuable. Your time's very valuable. Your investment's very valuable. But again, that is just what we're dealing with and is the nature of the beast here in North Carolina. But you want to make sure that when you're talking to your real estate broker about these properties and you go over the residential property disclosure, you go over the mineral oil and gas disclosure, which is a one page document that just speaks to has the seller sold the gas rights to the home. You also want to try to go over a clue report for myself. I have a very good contact friend of mine who works with Farmers Bureau Insurance, who I hope to have on here relatively soon to also kind of go through what he does on his end. But in any event, insurance agents can pull clue reports. And that is they have the ability to say, OK, this house had a claim put out on their home insurance to get this repair done, that repair done. And so it gives us a little indication of what work has actually taken place around the home. So, again, no system is foolproof, but you want to make sure you're as best informed as possible whenever you're showing your interest in a property. And you want to make sure that your real estate agent is giving you the information before the tour. They're telling you what's on that residential property disclosure. You're looking at that MOG form. So once you tour that home and you do decide to put in that offer, there really is no discrepancy regarding your due diligence because you've already formulated and calculated that amount in your mind to say this is what you're comfortable with putting down. Now, again, expect that money to be out the window. So only put down what you're comfortable potentially walking away from should you not push forward in the real estate transactional process. It is what it is. No plan is foolproof, like I said, but this is why I try to have this opportunity to speak with you now so you can kind of add it, add it to your inventory and knowledge because I want to make sure you can make the best informed decision not only for yourself, for your family, and for whatever the purchase and the purpose of your purchase is for. So, between now and the next episode, please feel free to contact me. 
We're going to be unpacking this entire due diligence period a little bit further. I'm going to have some professional vendors of mine that I've worked with on previous transactions come on and kind of give a little more, you know, information on their area of expertise, because I think it's I think it's important for potential buyers and even sellers to know what it is these vendors do and why their expertise could be so vital in the process of someone's purchase. So, guys, again, feel free to check me out on IGTV, which hopefully if you're watching this, this is where you're seeing it. But feel free to listen on SoundCloud as well as well as Apple iTunes. You guys take care. Have a great start to your week. I look forward to talking with you soon. But thank you for joining me on another episode of the Flagrant Take on Real Estate. Take care.